When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. Who's the winner? Some may say none of them. But let the games begin. Three questions, one winner. It's Cram Session with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. All right, Jonathan. This is your chance. Yeah. Chance at stardom right now. Maybe you too could be con- you could be considered as someone to put on the Wolves roster. I mean, Shabazz Napier, Jonathan Harrison. I mean, when some other random school, dude from the Nets in high school when we did a uh, when we played intramural basketball, I was the first pick out of the team. What happened? You were the first? When we, of my first. team, okay. when we just did an all-together oh, okay. group game between all the teams that played, I was the first pick of our team of three. How come? Because I was the best three-point shooter on the team. Oh, Other than that. Well, okay. Perhaps you could play for the Wolves. Alrighty. No, maybe I couldn't. So you, you should explain before we start why there's a 100% chance Phil is going to win today. He's not going to win. He didn't. He didn't hear. Oh, he didn't hear. On, Good. Well, yeah, you can listen to the podcast. What on, took place? I don't even remember what I did. What did I do? Um, I remember I did something to upset you guys. Jonathan. Made fun of me. You mocked the producer of the oh, show. Oh yes, what was the that's question? right. I don't that's even remember right. the question. The question was, like, was who had the most influence, or who, who mentored you, who mentored yeah. you, when they and you immediately went to Phil, and basically, and he didn't even listen to it. That's fine. Yeah, all you're sucking up, sucking up went for not. It wasn't sucking up. It was honesty. You guys really don't want those points today, do you? Oh, Phil, you've been so great to me. Yes, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. So, boys, what's question one? Fill in the blank here. I'm just like now I'm, that you're I'm just in, in an annoyed mood after that <laughs> well, Shabazz yeah. Napier trade went down. I think we all are. I'm not. Fair enough. I'm not annoyed at all. That's true. You're just I glad totally you're get, feeling feeling. Yes, I feel something. Yes. Judd's alive. They can't just get rejected. Like they have to take the. They have to take the eleventh and twelfth players off the bench from the team that they were talking with. <laughs> the best part was okay. the best part with with Phil was th- this is years built up, so he, his look was like yeah. sort of anger too. <laughs> Rami though, anger and expectation of this happening, and Rami was just like dumbfounded because he's not used to it. Like Phil's mad, and Rami's like. What, what did they just do? Just confused. They, they couldn't have done <laughs> that. Founded. It's like, no, Rami, they can yeah. do that. They do that. Yeah. They do this all the time. All right. All right. With the Wolves <sighs> missing out on D'Angelo Russell now, if they were still able to unload Wiggins, their offseason would be <sighs> blank. I want you to fill in 
that blank, boys? Um, I will say successful. This is a long play, and I get the fact that right now we're very down about things and it didn't work out, and today's trade seems to be a bit odd. But that contract is a killer contract. And the sooner that you can shed that contract, the better. And I don't think that we're talking about a player who has any great hope of really helping you. He might be serviceable at some point, but he's not worth that contract, and he has no chance ever in his life to be a star. So so despite how we feel right now, I'm going to say the offseason is a success if you can get rid of Andrew Wiggins' contract. Uh, the offseason is incomplete, even if you get rid of Andrew Wiggins' contract, because... Getting rid of Andrew Wiggins' contract is less important than finding an actual true second superstar at some point in the next three years. And I get that you probably have to get rid of that contract to get the second superstar, but cool, get rid of Andrew Wiggins, and you're still left with Carl Anthony Towns and a roster to mold. So what I would be looking to do now, the Western Conference is stacked. Look at even teams like the Kings. If the Clippers don't get Kawhi, that's still a team that went six games in the first round without Kawhi against the Golden State Warriors last playoffs. So there's probably 10 or 11 teams minimum that are above you right now. I would be looking, whether I get rid of Andrew Wiggins or not this offseason, I would just be looking to like two years from now. Is there anything, unless there's a realistic way to get a second superstar before this season and have them grow together? But if you're, it's incomplete. That's two years of Carl Anthony Towns suffering. And, and what are you supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Which is why my answer to this question is confusing. That's what this offseason would be. Because now, in this offseason, Derrick Rose has gone to Detroit. You didn't get D'Angelo Russell. You trade Andrew Wiggins. And I know you didn't want Rose. Derek I know Rose. you oh, want to get... Oh, here we go. That's not where this is going. No, 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 no. That's not where I'm going. That's not where I'm going. But somebody's got to score the damn basketball. Other than Carl Anthony Towns, somebody's got to score, score the basketball. Somebody's got to score the damn basketball. Prepare for Patrick to call, right? <laughs> somebody's got to put it in the hoop. Who's doing that? If not, if you don't have, if not Andrew Wiggins, not Derrick Rose, not D'Angelo Russell, who's putting the ball in the basket other than Carl Anthony Towns? Shabazz Napier. <laughs> Go to hell, <laughs> Derrick Rose. Shabazz. I'm Napier. with Phil. If I never have to hear his name again, I'm fine. <laughs> Shabazz Napier's on the team. Amazing. Well, I was not going to give you the point anyways, but Rami, you mentioning Rose just eliminates you from that one anyways. I'm going to agree with Judd here. Judd, you get the point. Successful. As long as you get rid of Andrew Wiggins in this offseason somehow at this point, I don't care how you do it. It's a long Just play. get rid of him yep. because that contract is atrocious and he's not worth it anymore. Can I ask a question off. within a question real quick here yeah. before we get to question two? How, if you guys were Gerson Rosas, how would you approach the Andrew Wiggins thing now? Just in terms of like, well... All right, probably not going to probably not going to trade him this summer anymore because. But I'd still be looking the, to if I could. You probably can't. But in you, fairness, but you have to go to him. You have to prepare for him to be on the team in 2019-20 after everything that just happened. Yeah, Zucker's the like, same way, man. The Wilds got the same problem. You've got two players who everyone and their mother and brother knows you're desperately tried to trade, See, and now you now you got to say, hey, but welcome back to the fold. Why is it hard to trade Jason Zucker though? He's an actual good player. The guy scores goals. There's a lot to that. I'll get to it later. Okay, we, we will do this later. You're assuming that Andrew Wiggins is offended somehow by the fact that yeah, the Wolves right. have been trying to trade him. You have to care to be offended. That's a great. Did he notice they to, were trying to you trade have him? To give a damn. That's a great answer. <laughs> no. You have to turn off the Xbox. <laughs> 
to even know that okay. you were that they just attempted to trade you. He's right. Did he even realize they were trying to trade him? He was just too. Yeah, busy he would. He would have found out when the when the Xbox NBA 2K rosters got switched over. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Wait, why am I on the Raptors? <laughs> he did the latest update. Like, I'm wait, on the Suns. On. What is this? What's going Where on? Am I now? Charlotte. Make any sense? <laughs> Sticking with NBA here. You guys are Kawhi Leonard, and you've seen where everybody has decided to go. I know the Clippers and the Lakers were at the top of your list, and the Raptors were there too. But now that you've seen where everybody's going, where are you deciding to go and why? Of the, uh, where am I going if I'm Kawhi? Probably to the Lakers. I'm just going to, let's just go and dominate. Let's just go and dominate this league. For three, four years, if I'm Kawhi Leonard, just team up with LeBron and AD and people can say what they want. But I'm going to retire with five, six rings when all is said and done. I'm living in L.A., which is where I'm from. I'm playing for the Lakers. Can't do much better for your legacy when all is said and done than winning rings for the Lakers and following in the footsteps of Magic and Kobe and Shaq and all the great names that have won championships there. I mean, I know it's the easy way out. I understand that. But at the end of the day... That's where you're, you'll make as much money there as anywhere else, and you'll have more success on the court there than anywhere else. It's a no-brainer to me. You know what I would do? This is totally unrealistic because you'd be turning down like five years of guaranteed money, but I presented this plan on behalf of LeBron James a few years ago on this show, and I will present the same thing to answer Jonathan's question for Kawhi Leonard. I would just become a year-to-year franchise-saving championship hunter. I've got a pelt on the wall with the Spurs, Pelt on the wall with the Raptors now. I'd go to the Clippers first and foremost because that's a franchise that needs saving, right? They're they're really good without you, but they probably elevate to be the best in the Western Conference with you. I win a championship with the Clippers, and then I pick another team after that. I just I hunt like five championships with five different teams. That's a great idea. And I just become blows out. You didn't take the long term. I was going to point that out. Okay, thanks a lot for stealing us. But you've already banked like a hundred plus million dollars. Achilles blew out, and he still got a max contract. And even if he didn't, by the way, like. I'm sure he'll be fine financially. Right. <laughs> you think he'll, sure make he'll be it? okay? It's NBA money, of course, he's going to yeah. still be fine. Uh, so, well, well, Phil's idea certainly sounds like fun if it's possible because of the fact that that he could get hurt, and I'm going to take my long term max contract. I am going not to the Lakers, but the first team. Phil said I am signing a long term deal with the Clippers. I'm from there. I can go home. And here's the thing. Kawhi is a weird guy. We all know that, but I think the one thing that we can say about Kawhi for sure is Kawhi doesn't seem to like the spotlight and the drama, and the Lakers are going to be followed by every media outlet and their mother and brother all next year. It's going to be crazy. The Clippers, though, you're, you get, let's say, another good player or two. They might not be, you know, a superstar like LeBron James, but a good player or two. You have proven yourself as being an elite player. You're in the spotlight and you're important, but you're not as important as you would become and get the attention that you would with the Lakers. I think the Clippers is the perfect place because it's still a good team. You've got the chance to win a championship. And and by the way, you just played for Raptors team where you won a championship on the type of team I described. I'm going with the Clippers. Judd, you win again. I love this Clippers idea. I like the idea that you brought up that he's in L.A., he's back at home, but he's not in the spotlight because... The other team in town just has all the guys that everyone wants to be a part of. Wolves just signed a free agent. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. According to Chris Haynes, Crispy Haynes of Yahoo Sports, 
The Timberwolves. <laughs> wow. The Timberwolves have plucked from the Golden State Warriors. Oh, yeah. Revenge, baby. Take that. The Timberwolves have plucked from the Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green. <laughs> no. Kevin Durant's 35. No. No. Uh, Jordan Bell. He's a. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. a twenty. Yeah, I've heard of him. He's a twenty-four-year-old, six-foot-nine center power forward guy who averaged three points in eleven minutes last year. Cool. I'm sure Cat's going to stay now. So the the Timberwolves have added Jordan Bell, Shabazz Napier, and some other random guy from you know what, the Brooklyn Nets bench. You know what Jordan Bell has now? Championship pedigree. <laughs> this is as mad as I've seen Phil in a show. I've worked with him in a long time. He does have a championship. He does. Got that ring. When's the last time that, that you worked a show this mad? Maybe never. <laughs> I was just it was it's like it's like it's just the way he answers that. It's a simmer. Just simmering. I'm okay. I'm okay. Just the way you answered that. Break a window, but I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I would suggest you yeah, don't drive like home to like seven. It's a series of things with this, like this being the chariot. You have big time road rage capabilities right now. If you're driving home and get cut off, I don't really know what would happen. I, uh, I I do road rage a little bit. I don't. I'm not like carry a bat in my car road rage guy, but I'm definitely like I'll stick my arm out the window at you. Yep. You know, not like with a fist, but the the open palm. What are you doing? Arm out the window. I'm that guy. That's the road rager I am. I could be worse tonight. Right now, just give him a thumbs up. That'll piss him off. You're right. He's simmering. Jonathan, that's perfect. Yeah, it's just right. like you can tell he's mad, which is like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm fine. I love good. just smiling and waving at road rage guy. By the way, <laughs> yes. that's the best. Give him a I thumbs up. I got flipped off. I'm telling you, man. Two days ago. What'd you do? I wasn't going fast enough, but I was. It was on a. It was on you know a side street basically, and I'm in the right lane. So I wasn't like. It was very odd. You were in the right lane, and they were. Yeah, you weren't going. And fast the guy enough? was behind me, and then he wanted to get around me, but but there, there was a stoplight right there. Like it made no sense. And the next thing I know, I look, and he's speeding by me, and I get the bird. Yeah, I don't know. I don't just stop with like a small smile and a thumbs up. I'm like, like big Bullet. smile, huge <laughs> wave. Well, hey, buddy. If you wind up dead, we'll know why. Do you guys have any go to lines when you're road raging where you're mad at someone and you. Because I, I, I want all the time. words I can't use on radio. I, can't. <laughs> I love when, when you're at a stoplight and the light turns green and someone in front of you is not going and it's been like five or 10 seconds. I love to roll down the window and yell, it's not going to get any greener, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's and almost, a, da- that's that's almost a dad line. The buddy yeah. is the key there. The <laughs> condescending hey, buddy. Yeah. I have something thing. I say in heavy traffic that I... I don't think I can. I don't think I should say into a microphone right Probably now. Probably not. Let's turn off the microphone. Okay, let's hold on. All right, hold on. Oh, that's you, in bad taste. You can say that. I can? Uh, yeah. It's just a bad taste. You can say that. That's I said fine. in heavy traffic jams, I say, somebody better be dead at the front of this thing. <laughs> it's awfully cryptic. <laughs> for, it to yeah. be this, for it to be this bad, wow. somebody better be dead. It's cryptic. Glad you didn't there. do the traffic updates. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Good boy. That'd be funny in a traffic update, though. This much Traffic's traffic. so bad out there, somebody better be dead. <laughs> Traffic update back brought to, to you by. Back to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> now most boards. Goodness. All right. Sorry. Last question. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> Another fill in the blank here. Yeah. The White Sox having more all-stars than the Twins is blank. I'll go quick. Irrelevant because I'll be watching Netflix. I will not be watching. I might be listening right here live on Score North. BS. 
It's a bunch of BS. It's what it is. To go Stephen A. Smith, it's an affront. This is an affront to baseball. You can't be one of the best. This team has been the best team in baseball for the majority of the summer or the spring. And they have two All-Stars. And I just keep going back to the White Sox have three. Cleveland got three. Lindor's a really great player, and I understand that the game's in Cleveland. But he has no business being an All-Star. Wait, you're saying Francisco Lindor has no business being an All-Star? Not in 2019. He's one of the five best players in baseball. He is, but he hasn't played. My point is the Twins have to have more All-Stars than Cleveland, but especially the White. The White Sox one really upsets me. That's just ridiculous. So, real quick, and and this is another reason why, like, I don't know, I'm just... So, if if you're given a choice, it's All-Star. You're going to watch the All-Star game, you're going to settle in, and you have a choice... Between two infielders, okay, and mm-hmm. you get to pick the last roster spot for your own entertainment. Mm-hmm. Whit Merrifield or Francisco Lindor? Well, that's and you're not, choosing Whit. No, that that's Whit, not tough. Whit Merrifield. Because there's Hello, no, everybody. It's Whit Merrifield. I'm yeah. not. I'm I not play all nine positions. A Kansas City Royal does, on the sounds, roster. Sounds like a cricket player, though. Doesn't he? <laughs> it really does. It's time for tea, tea and crumpets. I am not putting a Royal on the roster. I'm not putting a Tigers player. On the roster. I'm Whit Merrifield. Watch me field ground balls. Moving to my left. Moving to my it's right. It's an affront, Jonathan Harrison. An affront. I All agree right. with Rami here. It's BS. Yeah. Twins need more and White Sox need none. All right. That's Crab Session with our corrupt judge, Jonathan, as we uh, as we grind through this Wolves free agency period where they've now added three crappy players and, and missed out on D'Angelo Russell. Who did they just sign? Uh, Jordan Bell okay. from the Golden yeah. State Warriors. He played 11 minutes a game and averaged three points. But his name is Jordan. It is. That's good in basketball. And he has a title. There you go. Yep. Rings. We'll come back and we'll uh, try to dissect. We're mostly going to ask Judd questions about what the Wild did today in free agency Trying and what their general plan huh? is. Trying to make me mad. Join Dan Terhar and myself for coverage of Minnesota United and San Jose this Wednesday beginning at 6.30 p.m. with pregame from Allianz Field. Catch all the action right here on Score North on AM 1500, scorenorth.com, and the Score North mobile app. But a team that did strike in free agency, the Minnesota Wild, Rami Makhlouf and Judd Zolgad. The Minnesota Wild adding a couple pieces in free agency today. Is it pronounced uh, Matt Zuccarello? Matt Zuccarello, one of yeah. the fun names in in hockey to pronounce. Yes, and uh, you Ryan sound super Hartman. excited, Judd. Yeah, he's a great guy. Seriously, I hear he's a great guy. It's fantastic. I heard he was amazing on the conference call today. I saw that as well. And um, when, when he was traded by the Rangers to the Dallas Stars around the deadline, uh, Henrik Lundqvist, the goaltender for the Rangers, actually broke down crying like he's loved. He's beloved player. That's it's outstanding. Okay, so when, so when why am I not happy? And he's pro- productive. So why am I not right? happy? Yeah, um, because the the mixed signals being sent out of St. Paul are <laughs> the Wild is the only team as frustrated as you guys are today by the Wolves. The Wild is the only team in this town. And keep in mind, it's my favorite sport. I can't tell you what they're doing. Like the Twins, I can tell you for sure. Two tracks, and one one is successful now, and then you know the veteran players on the Twins are going to leave, right? But they're supposedly going to be replaced by prospects. So, like, it's a two-track plan. It makes perfect sense, right? The Vikings, I can tell you. It might not work, but I can tell you the yeah. plan. The Wolves. Now, as dysfunctional as the Wolves have been, and as many problems as they have today in the moves that we sort of don't get or are confusing, they still have a superstar in which to build their team around, and it could be successful. And 
The new administration is going to have to clean up some things. So I don't look at the Wolves and say, oh, they are bleeped. Now, their their past is bad, but I still sort of get what they're doing. The Russell idea was a good idea, right? So, like, you look at the Wolves and you're like, okay, it didn't work, but I, but I at least get it. Mm-hmm. The Wild today, their marquee signing when, when free agency opened in the National Hockey League at 11 this morning was... Zuccarello, who's going to be 32 on September 1st. He was signed to a five-year, $30 million contract. And, of course, it includes the old hockey thing. And Phil has heard me complain about this for how long now? A no-move clause for three years. Oh, you that's, can't, a, that's a wild special right you there. You can't touch guys him. guys who are in their mid-30s and no trade he's going to be So he's going to be 32. So this is going to take him to 35. The contract takes him until 37. And in year four and five, it becomes, of course, a 10-team no-trade list at that point. So he has control, and hockey gives these out, and I don't get why. Now, here is... He has control through the duration of the entire contract? He has some control. For three years, though, he can't be moved. Right. No move at clause all. means you can't... And then after that, he has a 10-team no-trade list. Right. Drives me crazy. Till 37. All right. I'll go quickly as possible here. But here's what... The floor is yours. Here's what irks me. Here's what gets me. It's I'm just two things. Up, I'm just over here looking up Shabazz Napier. Uh, yeah, exactly. Highlights from UConn the last time he was. Here's what irks me. I was going through uh, Jordan Bell's basketball reference page. Well, then I'm going to keep babbling here <laughs> because this, this the Wolves' problems don't get to me at all, but this does. At the draft, Paul Fenton, their GM, right, had a quote saying. All the draft prospects that, that we have selected who come up to me at the table, I stand up and I'm thrilled. Why am I thrilled? Because they're all taller than me. Because I'm trying to build a team of bigger players, which is fine, right? Is that a quote? Yes. Russo, I read the yeah, quote. because they're on skates, on idiot. Judd's <laughs> hockey show. No, no, no. The, these guys were in street clothes coming up to him being like, nice to meet you, Mr. Fenton. And he would look up and be like, that's awesome. You're tall. You're drafted. <laughs> we'll all right. You. Matt Zuccarello is five foot eight. I've read he's probably 5'7". So you want to get taller, but now you just signed a 32-year-old. You said that you didn't draft a prolific score in the first round because he is about the same height. But you didn't want that. You wanted a taller player. But now it's okay to turn around and draft a small player? 5'8", 5'7". Now, if that's your strategy, that's fine. But where's the consistency, right? There's none. So that's my first frustration. Here's my second one. In February... And the Nino trade's a terrible trade. But I applauded, and I did did not have a problem with the Coyle trade. Donato came here and played well. I liked him. The the Granlin trade, I know a lot of people, including Louie, didn't like. But Fiala, okay, you trust him. You think he's a prolific, eventual goal scorer? More power to you. You see something I don't? That's great. But the whole premise at that time was, we want to get bigger, faster, younger. Okay, that's great. Fantastic. Great plan. You got shorter, older. older. Yes. Yeah. So 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 again, and and it's a rhetorical question, but I will ask Paul Fenton and this this franchise, including Leopold, what's your plan here? Well, it would it would seem. Well, actually, I have two things. Uh, quick question: Are sure. there studies that show dumb, total dumb? Quick question: Is being taller? I know it's an advantage in terms of possession, and you, you're, if you're if, if you're along the boards and you're bigger and taller and have a longer reach with your like, there's things that I can see would be a built-in sure. advantage. Yeah, size helps too. Um, like like I'll take I'll take physical a large defenseman who can just wreak I, havoc, right? Absolutely. Does it matter as much for forwards? 
Like, do you want a, just a roving gang of I have no six problem. foot three forwards? No, and I, well, no, and I, I have no problem with a small player, but you just told me that you didn't take a prolific goal scorer, prolific goal scorer, not just a good one, in the draft because he was too short. And you were talking about how thrilled you, you were that your prospects were taller players, and a week after that, you turn around and yeah. sign a five foot eight guy. See, here's what I think is happening. Uh, I, I think because they've given out so many of these ridiculous contracts... Not only the Parisian Suter contracts that go more than a decade, but the Koivu contract. All these contracts with no moves, and these guys are 32 to 35 years old. They're not going to be bad enough to bottom out, and they can't get rid of the guys. Like, if they wanted to bottom out, which I think I think bottoming out would be the best strategy for the Wild. Just be bad for like three years. Agree. Get the number one overall pick. It'd be great. Agree. But in order to be that bad... You probably have to get rid of Zach. Par- Zach Parise is still a, a good player, right? I mean, the, Ryan Suter is still a pretty good player, right? So you'd have to get rid of those guys, and you can't if you wanted to be that bad. And so they're just sitting here, like, well, we're not going to bottom out. So I guess we try to make the playoffs because sixteen teams make the playoffs. Let's just go find the best free agent we can afford, regardless of what our long term plan is. Well, that, I- they're year to year on their plan right now to just try to get to the playoffs sure. and get to the second round so that they can sell more tickets. But then, then why fire Chuck? Like Chuck did find that. Change for the sake of change, it, right? Right. But, but, and I think that the problem too is I think Fenton actually has a plan. I think he, do, I think he wants to get younger. I, I think that he, he is not concerned, rightfully so, about trying to make playoff runs because they might make the playoffs. I don't think that they will next season, but they might and they're going to lose again first round. Leopold, though, is the problem because I think he's like, oh, no, no, we, we have to try and compete, sell tickets. And, and in Craig's mind, he's still holding on to so the there's whole, a tug of war that, here. That's what I think it is. And if you're Fenton to me, you got to go and say, "Hey, listen, it's my tracker. I can't do this." Like you're sir, he's trying to serve two people, himself and, and the guy who owns this team, and it makes no sense because you're just going to continue to be good enough to be bad. Yeah, I think uh, the other the other thing in play here too is if you're. Craig Leopold, and you're looking around the room at the other teams in town, and the Timberwolves up until last night have been wildly interesting with all the new front office pieces and the D'Angelo Russell stuff, and they got Carl Anthony Towns signed up to a long-term contract. The Twins are amazing this season. The Vikings are always the top show in town. The Gophers went to the NCAA. Like, there's there's competition Absolutely. for the first time in 20 years. You're not guaranteed to sell out a bunch of games. And so you're staring down the barrel of, oh, maybe fans are going to start to migrate away from the X for the first time since that building opened. They are, yes. Well, what's our response to that as a franchise? Is it to bottom out and just ex- and, and speed up the process of fans not going to the arena? Or is it sign a free agent and get back to the seven seed? But people aren't dumb. Like, people see this and, and ask the exact same question I'm asking, which is, what are you doing? Like, people now get it. This is not 20 years back where where you could come back and say, don't listen to the newspapers and the columnists. We're doing great here. People have gotten more savvy and smarter, and so they can see this. They can see through this. And honest to God, again with the no move clauses and no for a thirty-two year old guy, it's there. It, it's it's. I think it's their hook to guarantee that a guy signs with them. I think it is too. But I but if you were to call me up and say, "Is this a good idea, Judd?" I would say, "No, it's not. Let's not do this." Why don't they do that? By the way, I'm telling GM you right should, now, we should have a Judd hotline baseball, for the local GMs and baseball should call us because we we could fix baseball problems so quickly. <laughs> um, the Wolves should call you, Mackie, or you. Actually, Rami. speaking of the Wolves, 
I was right earlier in the show. I just want I want that to be on the record here about the helicopter ride. John Krasinski clarifies with a retweet of his athletic article. Okay. The helicopter ride is getting a lot of attention. To be clear, this was not a tour of the city. The Wolves used it as a flashy mode of transportation for the group to get to the meeting's location. Okay. Okay, so it was okay. just a matter of avoiding okay. LA right, traffic. Well, Bravo, Phil Mackey. Avoiding LA traffic. Mackey got it right. Yep. Okay, I, I would have I would have flown over LA traffic just to show them how. Like, have you ever seen it from up here, D'Angelo? I know you've probably driven in it, but this is how bad it really it's is. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's just constant <laughs> gridlock. Yeah. I've never been to LA. I'm just. <laughs> you're just. It's just, terrible. Yeah, I've been there. on my backside. It's awful. I was uh, I was trying to figure out during the last commercial break. Now that the Wolves don't have D'Angelo Russell, and assuming that a superstar is not just going to fall in their lap for Andrew Wiggins, like we thought was going to happen for D'Angelo Russell. Their blueprint is Jarrett Culver, Josh Akogi. They just signed Jordan Bell from Golden State Warriors. And a lot of smart people who I trust say, actually, this could be a really good signing. He could be a nice compliment to Carl Anthony Towns. I like Jordan we'll Bell, but come on. And uh, Tyus Jones, you pro- I'm guessing you're going to bring him back I'm, at this yeah, point, right? I bet you're right. You're literally hoping Robert Covington, but he's not going to be around in four years. Like Robert Covington's going to be good for the next couple of years and mm-hmm. then. You're hoping that one of these guys, or Andrew Wiggins, or Andrew Wiggins, you're hoping that one of those guys breaks out and becomes your second superstar. You're hoping that... Okay, can you stop, though, on 22? It's kind of like the Vikings. It's like you are you know that Kirk Cousins is not going to be the best quarterback in the NFL. Yep. And so you're going to bring in a new system, Gary Kubiak, and you're going to hope that sure. by changing the system and and putting people in better spots, you can get more out of them. I mean, that's what the Wolves are trying yeah, to do. This is what the Twins did with Jake Odorizzi yep. and Martin Perez. And yep, that's probably the better comparison. Hopefully, Jordan Bell is Jake Odorizzi. And going down that, that list was fine he until really the hard, last name. <laughs> until the last name. You can't, you can't say that. You can't, you can't give me that last name. Andrew Wiggins. Uh-uh, not going to happen. Just play an Xbox, wondering what's happening. Did I get traded? What's going dude, on, man? Hey, dude, I think I got traded. <laughs> no, man, you didn't. Oh, well, yesterday cool. free agency in the NBA? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Who's this Wolves guy? Did you guys see the, <laughs> the, the Timberwolves? Today is, is Canada Day, I guess? Yes. So the July Timberwolves, Canada, put, they put out a post on social media, Happy Canada Day with a picture of Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> nice. And the comments were just, come on, delete this. Does Canada Get love Andrew Wiggins? Do we know if Canada still uh, loves Andrew Wiggins? They loved him when he was the if, number one overall pick, and they loved him when he looked like he was like Maple Jordan. He's going to be the next yeah. coming of. If they miss out on Kawhi, that's just what I'm thinking too. Maybe they're desperate enough. This is not a terrible thought to right bring there. the hometown kid a, back. He's not Nick Nurse, the coach of the Raptors, is coach of Team Canada. So if Andrew Wiggins does well enough at the yep. World Cup this mm-hmm. summer, I can fix him, right? Huh? Wow. So we'd be rooting, but, but you're rooting for Canada to do well. That's fine. I don't care about international competition. It's fine. Oh yeah, who cares? Yeah, I'm with you. I don't give a That's a complete waste of time. Those guys shouldn't play. <laughs> this show's off the rails. <laughs> Inter- no, no, no. International basketball competition is a is silliness. If I had players on my team, they would sign contracts. Y- you ain't playing. I don't. I don't want you playing for Spain. I don't want you working on, as I've always said, these guys inevitably go and work on stuff they're good at. I don't want you working on that. 
If you want to go to the gym, you're going to work on your weaknesses or you're going to rest. So you're not going to let Carl Anthony Towns chase a gold medal in the Olympics. The Olympics, point. I might. Hell no. The the Olympics, Wait, I. You're bo- you're the both? Olympics, I might. No, the Olympics, I, I might. But this no. this stuff in non-Olympic years, I would pull the plug so what we, fast. What do, we, what do we need to win in the Olympics for? To to prove that we're the best at basketball? No, I, Is there any doubt that America is the best in the world at basketball? No, you know, there's not. I'll I mean, give there you... was a couple of years ago when they finished in bronze. And who cared back then? Well, nobody I, I lost cared. It. I lost interest. Plenty of people cared. They revamped the organization. Yeah, which is a waste of time. Yeah, they too. fired everyone. I would have yeah. folded the whole thing instantly. Yeah, when Allen Iverson is like your like yeah. old Allen Iverson is your go-to offense. If getting rid of Andrew Wiggins, if 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 Team Canada winning international competition means the Wolves can unload Andrew Wiggins on Toronto, I'll come into work cloaked. And a Canada flag every day. Every day. And sing For the anthem. Long? It's a great anthem. Every day. Oh, Canada. For an entire NBA season. To begin shows. Will you yeah, will you start just the score north day with the yes. Canadian so National say, Anthem? That's how every we start every right day. Yes. Yeah. Rami singing the Canadian National Anthem. If they anthem. took Andrew Wiggins and now off the local hands. programming on Score North. Oh, Dan Levitard ends and it's Rami singing Canada. I, I think it should be like when, when Score North shuts down for the day too, like in the old days he where sings, they play yes. they play the national yeah. anthem on TV and then they <laughs> Yeah, I'm down. Okay. Do I have to sing it every day, or can I just lay down one track? You can lip sync it. I'm I prefer okay with be you lip syncing it. I'd you want it be live, live every day? I prefer be live, yeah. I can't just... Live to start out the day, but the I'll ending track can be, oh, okay, can be recorded. All right. I got a feeling Royce is going to call us, at least me and Rami anyways, idiots when we come Rami back. Rami said, score the basketball. Well, there's that. Royce's going to be very upset about that. Royce's also on the, the Wolves never had a chance at oh, D'Angelo. Yeah, he was great on the video today. Um, the Unchained, yeah, it was great. Luther Brookdale Toyota on the corner of 694 in Brooklyn Bloor. In fact, uh, I was just, just this morning as I was coming in, catching up on some Score North-related podcasts, listening to the Raised by Wolves draft special from last night. On the Apple CarPlay screen inside my brand-new RAV4 XLE, which I picked up about a month ago, from my friends on the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard. That's one of the best features on these new Toyotas. You've got just the built-in technology giving you access to everything on your smartphone, which means immediate, easy access with one tap to Score North, live and Score North on-demand podcast. You can find everything right on the Apple CarPlay or Entune screen inside your vehicle. Great technology, great safety features, uh, some of the most smart, knowledgeable, and friendly people in the industry Again, it's Luther Brookdale Toyota, 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard. We wrap with Royce next. Jonathan here with the Score North download. This download brought to you by the 3M Opened. Turns out the Wolves were actually involved in the D'Angelo Russell trade after all. Just not the way any of us or Phil Mackey wanted. They'll be the third team in the deal that takes Golden State's cash while taking... Shabazz Napier and Trayvon Graham from the Nets via the Warriors. Yep, that happened. So, how do you feel, Wolves fans? Disappointment? Same old, same old. Let us know at Score North on Twitter. Phil Mickelson, Brooks Kepka, and the best of the PGA Tour are in action at the 3M Open July 2nd through the 7th at TPC Twin Cities. The 3M Open welcomes the Zach Brown Band to celebrate the inaugural PGA Tour tournament in Blaine. Go to 3MOpen.com to purchase tickets and for more information. That's been your Score North download. Now back to Mackie and Judd with Rami. Thank you, sir. TCL Broadcast Studios. Time to wrap with Royce. All right, Patrick, calm my partner down. He's very upset that the Wolves, again, have disappointed us all. Well, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. 
anybody uh, who's uh, been around here for more than 20 minutes, they know that uh, the Wolves weren't going to get somebody that just really wanted them to get. It just doesn't work that way. So uh, now I am very uh, curious as to uh, the Mark Stein story that uh, they, they're they probably going to move Russell within a year, and all of a sudden we're helping them, you know, once Clay Thompson comes back. And the Timberwolves are helping them make the deal. And what are they, uh, greasing the skids for uh, the trade for them a year from now? Or what the hell is the deal? Mm-hmm. I don't get there. What? Why are we doing them a favor? Well, that's the, like, the, the funny, the, to me, the funniest part of all this is D'Angelo Russell was part two to to the, to the savior of the franchise combo, right? You got Carl Anthony Towns, and you've been looking for a second superstar for this franchise for 25 years. And so uh, you had he's not you, a super. He's well, hold a on. Well, hold on. He's Let, not a superstar. No, I'm yeah. saying what the Wolves view him as. And they viewed him as he's going to be the one that we bring in, and we're going to be able to clear out the Wiggins contract and make all this happen at once, and he's going to help save the franchise. And the Warriors, Pat, view him as. Oh, we'll just like use him for six months until Clay gets back, and then we'll find another team for him. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Well, what is interesting to me is that uh, the Timberwolves apparently could not move Wiggins, but uh, but Miami was able to move Hassan Whiteside today. He's making like twenty four for I think a couple of more years, and uh, they somehow they got rid of him and sent him out to uh, Portland. So. Uh, it's it it's uh it is uh, a very weird uh the uh, contracts that can get moved in the NBA and others that uh they can't uh but uh yeah I I mean I was when when they when the Butler to Miami stuff was floating around I was trying to look at some of those contracts they had down there they got some of the worst contracts of all time Drogic and uh, Whiteside and a couple others and yet they were able to sign Butler so it's uh, I, I don't know why the uh, Timberwolves uh, weren't able to but I don't know I think I think it becomes and I think Johnny K wrote this too. He he preferred to go to Golden State. It wasn't like they outmaneuvered him or anything. Once that became an option, they was you know it wasn't a financial thing or anything. He just said, oh, yeah, hell, I'm going to go out to I'm going to go out and play with Steph." That is that isn't too hard to understand. So you you think they made a real run at D'Angelo Russell? This wasn't this wasn't some sort of some oh, sort no, of. This okay. wasn't like the uh, Twins uh, trying to make sure they made a low enough offer to Craig Kimball right. so he could wouldn't take it. You know, this is no. They they wanted him. I'm sure they wanted him, and it, it, you know, if they could have figured out the money on it, uh, but uh, you know, then you know when. when it, when you got when push comes to shove, if you got a chance to go play with Curry, you're going to go do that instead of play here. Plus, you know, now that they have him, you know, they're not going to win the NBA title, but at least they're going to probably make this Western Conference semis or something next year, Golden State, without Clay Thompson playing. So, I don't know. I listen. I saw him play one game in person last year against the Timberwolves at. Uh, in Brooklyn, and he got five points and went two for ten. <laughs> Your scouting cool. report wasn't good? The only uh, road victory, the first road victory of the season, he looked awful. So uh, that's the only time I saw him. I, I, don't, I think he's an okay player. I, I, I don't, you know, he's, he's not a good enough shooter, I don't think, to be a great player. But uh, but he's, you know, would have certainly helped this club considering they don't have a point guard on the, that you really want to play at the moment. So 
Hey, have 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 you been tuned into today's show, Patrick? Uh, to some degree, off to and hear, on, yes. To hear Rami's cardinal sin. Why are you a rat? Rami said, "Use the phrase score the basketball today." Oh no! <laughs> I immediately, I immediately predicted a Roycey call I early. I was worked up, Pat. I early, was worked up. But, but I, I don't blame Rami because he's you know kind of come to this late. You know the guy I get mad at is Jim Pete. Our guy Jim Pete. Jim, Jim <laughs> Pete. I love Jim Pete. But Jim Pete, all of a sudden, after 20 years of commenting and being in the game for 40 years, all of a sudden he became a score of the basketball guy. And last time I saw him, I said, what the hell? Is, what, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> for, for 20 years, they scored, and now all of a sudden they score the basketball. Hey, what the hell Pat, is wrong with you? Better to over-communicate, okay? Yeah, no, score the basketball, okay. They might be scoring something else. <laughs> we should <laughs> mention the uh, terrible news out of baseball. Holy cow. Yeah, Tyler Skaggs, if people, uh, we mentioned it earlier. Seven years old, uh, found dead in his hotel room, and they say nothing. You know, they... No, no sign of it. Must have been an aneurysm or some damn thing. Jeez, that's uh, uh, remindful of when Daryl Kyle. They found Daryl Kyle about uh, uh, 15 years ago now. Uh, maybe and, you know, and just in his hotel room, he didn't make it to the team bus. Somebody went upstairs. Wow, is that a killer? He must have been a hell of a guy. I saw the twins tweeted out that uh, he arranged a deal that when uh, he was here, they visited Children's Hospital and then uh, or Gillette Hospital. And then he had the uh, some of the twins went with him to a, a children's hospital out in Anaheim. Yeah, he was. I know. I know that him and Trevor Plouffe and Phil Hughes too. They're all Southern California guys. But him and Trevor Plouffe would work out together every off season, and they were oh, really? very good friends. So he had a bunch of good friends on the Twins roster when he was coming up through the minor leagues. Oh man, this is what a killer! That's I mean, just a, just a kick in the shins, man. I I don't know. That's. You know, the Angels had the kid killed in the car accident, what, about 10 years ago? That Nick Ednard, remember yeah. that, early in the season. So, uh, you just, you know, you're out there playing baseball, and you're worried about, uh, you know, who's going to play today and who's not. And you hear news like that, you just wonder how the hell people recover from that. It's, he's, he, he was married, too, 27. So, I don't think he had kids, but he was married. So, bad, bad deal. Yeah. the uh, I mean, the, I think we've had... Uh, the, well, the Jose Fernandez one is probably the one yeah. that hit the hardest, just because of how much of a superstar he was. Yeah, we've had, yeah, yeah, we've gone through these in the last twenty years in major in Major League Baseball. A lot of pitchers. Yeah, yeah, these are. I mean, you know, Jose Fernandez uh, running into a rock out in a speedboat is a little more explainable than this. So that's the uh, that's the the kill. That's the chicken to shins here. Is it's just it's, there's no explanation for it. It's just a you know something. Mannerism or some damn thing. Yeah. Terrible. Hey, Pat. Terrible. T- tell us about what's coming up on Roycey Unchained tonight. Oh, uh, I, I kind of get the, the little video we're doing and uh, confused. But, yeah, we talked about uh, uh, my lack of surprise about uh, D'Angelo not coming. <laughs> my lack of surprise about D'Angelo going somewhere else. And uh, we got that going. Uh, I get a little explanation of soccer from Jonathan. I get a little explanation of why Judd's so upset about the fact that we hired a we we signed a tiny little short guy to play for uh, the uh, the Wild. The, why we got a five foot four forward now? We uh, we talk about some of those things. So. 
Yeah, Judd's got a big uh, Judd's got a big height complex with. Uh, <laughs> A week ago, the GM told me height was everything, height and now you signed a five foot eight guy. Yeah, height what, discrimination. What's wrong, what's wrong with guys who might be five seven, five eight? Right. Exactly. Ask Paul Fenn. <laughs> One week. This, uh, this, uh, this, you're, it, it has taken you a lot less time to get down on this team official than it did previous ones. You, you gave Chuck a long rope. Yeah. You gave Rice Brown a long rope, boy. You gave it. Well, I wasn't here yet. Rice Brown. Right. Well, Judd used huh? to share cook, share Sweet Martha's cookies buckets with Chuck Fletcher yeah. at the State Fair every year. So Chuck it bought, a, it bought oh, Chuck a new okay. year every time. All right. But, Chuck, isn't it a great league, though? Chuck landed what took him about a year, right? Philly. He landed at Philadelphia. Oh, less than a year, yeah. They could do some serious recycling in that league, that's for sure. Yep. You're right. I was looking at their coaches the other day. That Tippett got another job, for God's sake. He could get fired eight, nine times. Edmonton. Have another oh, yeah. <laughs> they always resurface, Patrick. <laughs> All right. See you tomorrow, Pat. Goodbye. All see right. you, Pat. Wrap with Roycey. And you can find Roycey Unchained coming up here in just a few minutes. Roycey on baseball as part of the Score North Twin Show on Tuesdays. Just in the last minute or two, we got to bring up this Reddit thread about Jimmy Butler. It's so popped weird. Up. The internet is just weird. Oh, it's and, marvelous, isn't and it? Marvelous, yeah. I really do love the internet. Some Reddit commenter says, "Am I weird for noticing that Jimmy Butler is just going to the places where Andrew Cunanan went during his spree?" I didn't you guys, know. You, you guys watched that? Uh, I didn't that show on watch it. it. I lived amazing. It. I lived it. Right, but like the I show was well. Good. Yeah. So was it good? It was. Okay. Yeah. Don it won, it did, I think it won some awards or something, like a Golden Globe or something. Um, he killed two people in Minnesota. So there's Jimmy Butler destinations compared to Andrew Cunanan. Yep. Two people in Minnesota, one in Chicago, one near Philly, and then Versace in Miami. And I forgot about the one near Philly. I completely forgot about that one. Isn't that weird? It's a little odd. I mean, it's a coincidence. It's a complete coincidence. Is it? I'm not. You know what? And yeah, I say it's going to be a poor taste. Are you thinking? Is Jimmy Butler smart enough and bored enough in his life and rich enough? <laughs> he he is a man who's he's certainly rich enough. He is a man who's not happy unless he's miserable. Here's another piece of potential evidence: uh-huh. the Sixers reportedly offered him a five-year max contract. He turned it down to take less money to go to Miami because mm. he had unfinished business. He certainly didn't go to a winner in Miami. He'll be miserable next year. It'll be great again. He is a dysfunctional human being of the first class. I mean, aren't we all? No, but he's got real issues. <laughs> real issues. Well, heck of a 24 hours for our Timberwolves, everybody. Good times, guys. Heck of a 24 this has hours. has been fun. At least yep. the, the wild got shorter. <laughs> At least the wild got shorter. Oh, man. Next up, a five foot three guy. We're back tomorrow. Mackie and Judd with Rami on demand at scorenorth.com, the mobile app, and anywhere you find podcasts. I don't, know how, I don't like how you're talking about 5758 five, guys. Like, we're. Yeah, we have a lot to offer, okay? Yeah, right. We've had a, more than a whiff now. <laughs> How's it smelling? Not so good. <laughs>